Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're in Romans 13. And before we start reading, let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for all that you've given us. It's a wonderful day. It's a day in which so much gets to happen. We get to live. We get to experience you and we get to love you. So Father, I lift up this reading today. I just pray you would be the one in charge of it. Holy Spirit, come and fill our minds with your understanding. Teach us what you want us to know. May our minds be receptive. May our hearts be prepared and may our spirits fellowship with you. I just pray that as we read that our any any thoughts from me, they would be removed and it just strictly be you, Lord, that you would talk to us, you would guide us, you would instruct us so that we would understand you more and we could worship you more completely. I thank you and I praise you, Lord. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> so chapter 13, let's go ahead and get started with that. Verse 1. Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. Do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? Then do what is right, and you will be commended. For the one in authority is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for rulers do not bear the sword for no reason. They are God's servants, agents of wrath, to bring punishment to the wrongdoer. Therefore, it is necessary to submit to the authorities, not only because of possible punishment, but also as a matter of conscience. This is also why you pay taxes, for the, the authorities are God's servants who give their full time to governing. Give to everyone what you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. So we have to keep in mind that Paul is writing to people who most likely have been oppressed. They've been conquered by the Romans. They've been abused by the Romans. They've been subjected. Many of their family members may have been killed by the Romans. So there, there's probably a lot of folks who will read this who won't be enamored with the thought of Rome and those who govern them. The Jews certainly weren't. They didn't like the Romans. And yet he's telling them to submit. He's telling them to do good, do what's right. And that is in today's society, in today's world, can be quite challenging for us. But we have to remember, he's telling us to pay our taxes, to do good, and to do what's right. Let's move on to verse 8. Let no man remain out, no, I'm sorry, let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another, for whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. I was reading a commentary that was that was sharing the fact that this was a such an unheard of concept. There was true tribalism. There was true family versus family, you know, loving your neighbor, loving your enemy 
was just not something that was done. There was societal issues. You had people who, you had the people who had been conquered by Rome. You had all these different groups. They spoke different languages. They were all clustered together based upon a commonality. And anyone who was outside of that cluster was an enemy. And here Jesus was saying, love your neighbor as yourself. Paul is saying, love fulfills the law. Very, very radical concept. It's radical today, too. Let's see. Verse 9. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not covet. And whatever other command there may be are summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is fulfilled, is the fulfillment of the law. Verse 11. And do this, understanding that the present time, the hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber, because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. There's a lot there. We are to obey our government, love our neighbors, and behave well. (laughs) Kind of sums up everything as Christians that we need to do. So with that, I'm just going to close this with prayer. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for teaching us and reminding us of some of the very basics of, of life and living and living for you. And Lord, I just pray that today as we go about our days, that we would that we would do those things, that we would love others as ourselves, that we would love you with our whole being and we would worship you, that we wouldn't be caught up in carousing, drunkenness, that we wouldn't be poor examples of those who follow you, that people would see the love that we have for each other and for others, and that we would therefore be able to be seen as your followers. So Lord, today as we, as we go about our days, I just pray for our families, I pray for our friends, and I pray for our nation, that you would keep them all safe and moving in the right path. It's in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.